Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Anna. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to Murder's Night Out. Thanks for coming back to join us. It's been a minute. We've uh, been leading busy lives. Yep. It's been real interesting trying to get together um, <laughs> to record, but I'm so glad we're here. Yeah. We're doing the thing. We're doing the damn thing. Um, I don't know if you know this, Anna, but today is International Women's Day. Is it? It is. Wow. So, Look at us women uh-huh. doing this podcast and um uh, full-time mom full-time wife full-time housekeeper and <laughs> to say the least yeah <laughs> all the things yeah man um yeah sorry guys it's been a minute of uh, like i said busy lives but we're glad to be back and we're glad to have y'all with us um anything new in your life emily uh i mean i've been working on uh, getting all my stuff in for grad school. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Miss Emily over here is going to grad school and going to be a nurse practitioner. If I, if I go through it and do all the things, <laughs> let's, we, we ain't talking about it till it's done. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. Yeah. Well, I just took part one of uh, one of my uh, accounting exams. So we'll see how that goes. I don't get the results for six weeks. I'm sure you're going to do great. I don't know. The thing was fucking brutal. <laughs> I, I was talking to, uh, I don't know if I told you, but I was talking to some, uh, some of my coworkers who have already previously taken the exam yeah. and talking to them. I felt, you know, pretty good going into it, especially when it comes to some of the equation problems, because some of those equation problems are, brutal and they're like five minutes a piece and you only got a minute and a half per question wow and so i was like hey dude you know are there a lot of you know especially you know these particular like scenarios and all of that they're like yeah no i i only had like maybe it's 100 multiple choice yeah i only had you know maybe 20 um 20 questions or so and really only and really none of those equation problems had, you know, these particular ones. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I got this. <sighs> Wouldn't you fucking know it? My fucking <laughs> luck. I get in there and 75% of my multiple choice questions were equation problems. And they were like five minutes long. So I called both of them after I got out of the exam. <laughs> it's like, y'all fucking lied to me. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I was real mad. I was real mad. Yeah. So, uh, oh, it sounds similar. I mean, not. I'm pretty sure it's pretty comparable to the NCLEX because when I took my NCLEX, so the thing about the NCLEX is the minimum questions that you can get is like 75, and then like the top out questions are like 300 and something. So like if you've hit the 75 mark, if you haven't passed, then you have to take more questions. Yeah, so like I hit 76 questions and I was like, oh shit, I failed. I'm not going to be a nurse, which at the time I had a one month old. So, you know, but I literally, I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. And then I was like, I'm just going to keep taking it. It is what it is. 
And then I ended up doing like a hundred and maybe 10, 15 questions. And of course I passed, obviously I'm a nurse, you know, I didn't Are have you? To, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I am, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nurse ratchet over there. Hey, now <laughs> I work very hard. You know what I did today? Nothing. Cause I worked 40 hours in three days. And today I did nothing, man. Nothing sounds fun. <laughs> yes. Cause I was so exhausted. I couldn't even, I couldn't even do today. You're so exhausted from carrying the 32 flavors of that bootylicious bubble gum. That's true. <laughs> this is true. Did you see my little stretchy pants I got on today? My little comfy stretchy pants? I'll have to, I'll have to twerk for you later. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, when, with that being said, once again, thank you guys for uh, showing us love and support. And I mean, it's crazy. We're going to hopefully continue to get that love and support um, and yeah. yeah, so it, with that being said, we're just going to dive right on in. Today is an Emily case. What are we talking today about? Talking about today, Emily? Talking about? I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I know. Me too. Okay, so we are going to be talking about... Um, so, Rhonda and Brenda Dukes. So... If you're ever, like, so if you're from, like, the Millington area, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about, maybe. Yeah, this was a pretty big deal when it happened. Yeah, so, and, you know, I had lots of questions, obviously, because, I mean, if you drive by the house, because, um, I mean, it's off the... Oops, sorry, I hit the microphone. <laughs> so, if you're driving down the highway... Coming from Millington and headed to Tifton County, um, there's a trailer and, you know, the grass is overgrown. Um, nothing's been touched with the trailer or anything that I could see, you know, from the road. And so, of course, I had questions of like, because this case happened in 2016. And so, I just couldn't figure out why nothing's been done with this trailer. Um, and I'm sure a lot of other people are wondering. So, hopefully I can answer some of those questions today. Um, we got a little mini sewed for you again today. Yeah. I don't know why I always pick these little small cases. Um, <laughs> if you know me, I just tend to like wrap shit up really quickly. So bless it. The devil is in the details, sis. I know. I know you said you had a hard time finding a lot of. Yeah. There's not a lot of details on this case. It was, um, a, it was a pretty quick, I guess, wrap up of the case in general. So there's not a whole lot so yeah um we'll get there so um this is about like i said brenda dukes and Rhonda dukes brenda we'll start from the beginning so um i could find an obituary for brenda but i couldn't find an obituary on Rhonda, uh, and i'm not sure why that is but um basically brenda dukes her obituary just explains uh she is from pensacola florida she was employed by Popeyes in Pensacola and moved to Memphis Mumford area where she worked as a manager at the KFC Taco Bell and Rhonda Bishop Dukes. She also was a manager at the KFC Taco Bell. From looking at their Facebooks, I could tell that, um, you know, they were, you know, they had many friends. They were well respected and adored by their friends, family and staff. Uh, it looked as on Rhonda, 
Rhonda's Facebook, like, looking back, you could tell, like, she had, like, tried to have, like, family function nights at the KFC. Like, you know, I don't know, like, little, like, carnival type things, like bouncy houses out in the parking lot and stuff Aww. like that. From what I could see. it's um, nice. Yeah. That's very sweet. Yeah. So, um, you know, the KFC Taco Bell was a little bit different back then than what it is now. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a clusterfuck now. It is a clusterfuck now. And I'm sure uh, if you know the area, you know that the if you try to go through the KFC Taco Bell, you're going to be there for a hot minute. Um, and then, like, you could get up to the window and they'll be like, I'm out of tacos. Sorry. So you only get the bell. <laughs> So, yeah, that's basically our talk about. But, um, anyways, so how everything happened, um, on June 6th, 2016, Rhonda's mother had alerted authorities because she had not heard from her daughter all weekend. She went to her home, to Rhonda and Brenda's home, and that's where she found them. And they had been murdered. And all this was at 3.30 p.m. on a Monday. Yeah. So. That's really sad. Yeah. But at the time, there were only two people of interest. But zero arrests had been made. Um, looking at the case details. Um, I mean, there's really not a whole lot. Because they wrapped it up. Um, you know, this all happened in June. And basically, it was wrapped up by August. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot of investigating. There's not a whole lot of information of where they got their information, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, any questions so far? You're looking at me like... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just okay. listening. Okay. So, after the investigation... August 1st, 2016, Michael Colum was arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the connection with the deaths of Rhonda Bishop Dukes and Brenda Dukes. Burglary, burglary, theft, robbery, arson, forgery, and aggravated assault. Damn. So his arrest record does not look good. Mm. Um, How is this guy out? I have no idea. I figured a repeat offender because that's what it sounds like. Yeah. He would. Anyways. No. Yeah. So. Basically. From what I read and what I got. Is that he went over there. I guess. I don't know if he was just trying to steal from the women. I don't know if they were friends. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, But basically shot the women and then went back to his home, realized that no one had heard gunshots. And, I mean, if you live in the Tipton County area, some people just shoot targets. I mean, people be shooting for no reason. I mean, Memphis is a little bit different because, I mean, <laughs> you know, in Memphis, like, if you hear gunshots, it's usually because they're shooting at somebody. But, like, Tipton County. It's an everyday occurrence. Right. But, like, Tipton County you know, borderline of, like, Shelby County area. I mean, you could hear gunshots because people are hunting. People are just target shooting in their yards, you know. So, anyways, he goes back to his home, realized that nobody, you know, reported the gunshots. Nobody was suspicious. Went back to their home and stole painkillers from their home. I don't know what exactly. It just says painkillers. Did they say, like, or did he say what led to this? 
No, not that I could see anywhere. I know. I want to know what, I mean. I know. And that was my thing with the whole case. I wanted to know why. Why? Why? Like, I wonder if it was, like, maybe drug related. Maybe he. And that's what I thought is maybe he um, was, like, an addict or something. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to steal from them. And things probably got a little heated, maybe. And I don't know. And it's a thought. It is a thought. Well, it's an interesting thought. Yeah. So, um, you know, a little kind of bombshell. Um, not only was he charged with first degree murder on two cases, he was charged in two other, two other related incidents. What? Yeah. So he also was charged. In um, first degree murder for theft and arson in the deaths of 66-year-old Robert Bailey and his daughter, 41-year-old Tammy Bailey. And that this all happened in Drummond's, Tennessee, um, which is maybe about 15 minutes from the other. This happened in July of 2016. So This he, man was on a... He was on a... A spree, basically. He had murdered Rhonda and Brenda Dukes in June of 2016. And then went and murdered this daughter and dad in July of 2016. Um, it says that, basically, um, somebody had found the father and daughter dead in their home. And somebody had actually attempted to set the house on fire. What? Yeah. And I'm assuming it would have been Michael Cullum to try to you know burn away the earth right because he was a he was actually um charged with arson so it's kind of a, a little bombshell um wow. but it also states that drugs was related in that case as well unfortunately i don't have a whole lot of information on uh, tammy and her dad i i i just couldn't find a whole lot of information about them as far as you know with them being victims i'm not sure you know, who they're related to or any of that kind of information or, you know, how they were as people. Um, also, unfortunately, didn't have a whole lot of information on, you know, what led to his arrest, what led to um, basically pinpointing it to him. Um, I do know that he is been charged with first degree murder and he's, of course, in life in prison with no parole. And he did do an Alfred's plea, you know. But Tifton County doesn't see a whole lot of murders. Exactly. It's not like it's a regular occurrence where they're equipped or have a whole lot of experience yeah. dealing with this kind of thing. Right. In which the Drummond's case would have been Tifton County, but the um, case That's for... back to back. Right, but for the other case, it was technically considered Shelby County because that's on the Shelby County line. Yeah. You know what an Alfred's plea is? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know if our listeners knew what an Alfred's plea is. <laughs> so an Alfred plea is basically where you recognize as the defendant that there is enough evidence to charge you, but you can maintain your innocence. So example, West Memphis 3. Yeah. Although, I wouldn't really say that. 
they recognized that there was enough evidence to right. charge. They were them. and they were so young. Yeah, that's I plan to do a um an episode. I plan to cover the West Memphis three case because that is one that really got me started into true crime like many, 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 many years ago. But that's for another day. <laughs> So about the trailer, you said that was what okay, initially. So, yeah, so this your is interest. what initially sparked. And I'm telling you, I'm going to definitely recommend my mother-in-law as an investigator. <laughs> this bitch, if you want to know anything, she will find it. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you stuff. She'll be coming to me. And she'll be like, guess what this? Guess what happened? I'm telling you, Facebook investigator right here. Okay, I mean, I kind of figured like I found out the um just by looking at land documents on who owned the trailer because of course you know looking at the trailer the grass is overgrown nothing's been done with this trailer and i would have thought like okay somebody would have you know cleaned the trailer out or you know removed it or sold the land or something um since 2016 well looking at uh well, I found out who owned the house, and it is a absolute bombshell, devastation, holy shit. Um, what the, the fuck did I just read? All the adjectives. So, this trailer belongs to a couple named John and Deva Henley. So, they were just, just looking the the these people up they were actually indicted in 2018 for charges of child rape aggravated sexual battery and other that is not quite listed and of course you it know it sounds like this house is cursed so the owners of yeah. the home that Rhonda and they Brenda are both rented. registered sex offenders now and I and I believe that's the reason why nothing's been done with this trailer is um because they actually went to jail in 2018 please tell me they're still in jail I so I'm not sure I couldn't find any information on what their charges were exactly um I can tell you that it was an ongoing thing since, uh, I believe, since like 2012, as far back as 2012 or even earlier than that. Um, and I tried to figure out how these two were related to Brenda and Rhonda, mm -hmm. and I couldn't, I couldn't quite match it up. Um, but I do know that they are related, and so yes, and so. This couple, when they were indicted, it was over their own children, like their own like grandchildren and nieces, nephews. I don't know exactly who it affected, but I can tell you that they, it's terrible. Uh, obviously, I mean, it's, you can look up the case if you really want to dive deeper into it. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Wow. Yeah. So if that explains anything, I can tell sounds you. Sounds like this house is, like I said, cursed. Yeah. Or so. Surrounding vibes around this house. Yeah. 
it's it's rather interesting. Um, I definitely did not expect to come across that. Um, I would have thought maybe, you know, they had owned it. They didn't have any children and nobody knew what to do with the land. You know, I don't know. But that's kind of a big bombshell. Wow. Um, but you can actually, um, you know, look up and see, like, look up and see that they're both, like, sex, like, they're registered sex offenders. And if you look up where they actually live, they actually live pretty close to a church. In one of the news articles that I read, it said that um, they were, they both attended church frequently, which is a, a I don't know, it just kind of scares me. <laughs> To, yeah and that's sad that's a really sad and tragic case and like it, i just have so many questions that we can't get answers to because we don't have access you, well that and you know fast investigations like part of it's like great we want to catch the murderer as quick as possible but at the same time you know that's how things get missed or is it fast because they're just trying to wrap it up and not doing like a full investigation that, you know, that kind of thing. As, as a matter of fact, I was listening to uh, one of my favorite podcasts that I, I love to listen to true crime garage, by the way. And they were talking about a case that was wrapped up pretty quickly. And, you know, there were so many different leads or, you know, things that they missed. And ultimately this, what's believed they got the wrong person and yeah. and he was a 14 year old kid wow by the way and he ended up spending 10 years in prison wow. and so and it does happen oh yeah for sure west memphis three um so you know i just have so many questions and it sucks that you know i hope that the family of Rhonda and brenda feel like feels like they got justice and that they got the right person but if, i mean if he's admitting it to friends yeah. and stuff odds are he did it's just i want to know why and yeah. i know that that's a hard question to answer right because you know none of us will ever really know why i mean but what like what triggered it all what triggered like what triggered why all it? of a sudden like yeah. you go all this time without and then two in like two months yeah that's 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 crazy to me. Well, hopefully, you know, maybe one day we'll get access to better, you know, to more information than maybe we can do like a revamp or something. Yeah. A revisit to this case. Yeah. But um, I just, like I said, it just made me very interested mm -hmm. in, in just because I'm sure a lot about a lot of people have questions about the trailer as well. Um, it's kind of interesting. It is interesting. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, thank you, Emily, for bringing that. You know, on I didn't forget about this case, but it kind of you know goes to the back of your mind. But I remember when this happened, and it was it was a big shock because mm -hmm. this kind of stuff doesn't happen, right? But um, yeah, thank you for that little yeah. mini sode. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, mine are mine tend to be short and sweet and. I just kind of wrap shit up. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm the I'm the one that 
and I don't know if it if it has anything to do with me being a nurse, but like when we give our handoffs and stuff, like we're just like, hey, this patient is here for this. This patient came in on this date. This patient, blah 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 blah, and we wrap it up in a little bowl or a little oh, bow, not bowl. a bowl, a bow, <laughs> and like hand it over, and it's like, sorry guys. So my cases tend to <laughs> tend to be like, hey, these are the straight facts. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're I'm gonna good. do better next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did great. Um, but yeah, if anybody has any other information or want to reach out to us or whatever, if you have any input, please do. I don't care. You can tell me that I suck, and I don't care. Just tell me. <laughs> you don't suck. I mean, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, anyways. I know. Thank I'm you. so tired. Again. It's wore okay. out. It's and okay. Thank you guys for uh, joining us and joining us um, next time for a new... <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks for coming, guys. Or listening. Not really coming, but... <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. Bye, Bye guys! Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.